upon further review. The general manager of the Carolina Panthers, Marty Herney, hopped onto an April 6th conference call to discuss the upcoming NFL draft. Now, Herney loves to get out and travel and scout in person, but he and his staff are adapting to the new world order. Well, I think, yeah, I think the positive is, is that, that we definitely have more time to, to meet with our scouts, to meet with our coaches um, through the teleconferencing calls. And then basically, you know, it does give you more time to watch tape because um, you're not traveling to pro base. So I think that, you know, I think that, that there are definitely positives out of it. And, um, you know, that's kind of our world, Well, I mean, we're, we're used to adapting and adjusting every day. And, and I think that uh, we're going to feel as prepared going into this draft as we would be if, if we were going to pro days. You just have to adjust. You have to try to get as much information as you can. You do as many, um, you know, teleconferencing calls with players and, and talk to them that way. And, um, you know, there's, there's always a lot of different ways to, to reach the same destination. And I think that um, we feel pretty good about how things are going to this point. Early on in the call, Herney was asked about the Cam Newton release. You know, you have to make very difficult decisions every year, and this was probably one of the most difficult. I mean, I drafted Cam, and we all know everything he's brought to the organization, both on and off the field. Um, So it was extremely difficult. Um, The timing of it is, and and this is how we do things. I mean, we put a lot of – of time, thought, communication in every decision we make. But when we make, as soon as we make those decisions, we act on them. So as, as soon as we did, um, we called, uh, I, I called um, camp representatives and, and um, told them that, that uh, we were going to start calling teams about seeing if there was trade interest in camp. I think it came out publicly the next day. Um, and um, and then once, uh, you know, we spent time doing that um, and seeing the teams were interested in when we got to a point where we thought that uh, it, it really, you know, it, it didn't seem like we were going to be able to trade, make a trade, um, you know, in, in the near future. And we thought that it was in the best interest for everybody to to. Uh, Herney did not take the bait on an invitation to elaborate on the decision to release Newton. Yeah, I, I think in fairness, I'm not getting into the details of our decision-making process, David, but I mean, I, I just think that, you know, once we made that decision, and again, it was uh, a, a lot of, a, a lot of, you know, thought and communication went into it. Um, and once we made that, we let Cam know immediately. And, you know, these are all, these, these difficult decisions have their own timeline, each one of them. And, and you make them for, for reasons, different reasons. And obviously a lot plays into every one of those decisions as it did this one. So I just, um, I, I think that, that you guys know how much we respect him. And, and again, I uh, appreciate everything he's given and it was extremely difficult, but that's, uh, that's where we, we ended up. Now back to the draft. What is the Panthers' mindset going in? We go through all different scenarios. And, you know, I play the same every, every year. But I think the whole key to the draft is to, to keep open-minded and, and consider every scenario. And, you know, once we get closer, once we get to, to a couple of days before 
um, you know, I'll start making calls and trying to to get an idea of what we think, how we think the first six picks will go and and um, talk to teams before and after it. We're going to explore all options either way, whether it's trading up, whether it's sticking, whether it's uh, trading back. We will have all different kinds of scenarios, not only for that pick, for, for every round we go to. And I, I think that's the key is, you know, we have always – been so prepared heading into the draft that there really hasn't been a lot of surprises. We've covered every option. Has Herney advised Coach Rule prior to Rule's first draft? No, I mean, I wouldn't say advice. I would just say that, you know, just like I always do. I mean, we communicate, you know, multiple times daily, and it's just conversations about everything, about individual players, about strategy. Um, You know, we did it going into free agency, and we had a plan on how we were going to attack free agency and how we were going to build the team. And, and I think that it's just that constant communication. Um, boy, Matt's, Matt's got a lot of experience, so he doesn't really need my advice. It's just more that him and I are on the same page, on the same thought process, going through all the scenarios, um, both individually and, and big picture-wise. And I think that that's what's something that I've always done, and I think Matt's always done, so it's, it's worked out very well to this point. Up next, playing catch-up on some of the news of the last few weeks, Herney was asked about the Trey Turner for Russell Okung trade. We actually, you know, the Chargers, I, I actually got an email one night, and um, actually after a report came out, and, and they proposed a, a trade for, uh, for with Russell um, and, and for Trey. And obviously, you know, the opportunity to get a, a left tackle that – had played at, at Russell's level, and obviously we had Pat Myers, who was with him last year and, and very familiar with him. And we thought that, uh, listen, Trey, Trey's been a great player for us, but the, the ability to, to get an experienced left tackle, somebody that can really help bring Greg along, and we think Greg is very talented and, and uh, has a chance to be a very good player and maybe, it, you know, had some position flexibility we thought that you know one of the one of the goals of this offseason, and we have we have plenty of them, is to try to improve the depth of our offensive line. And we thought that being able to get a left tackle um, with the ability that Russell Ocon has was just uh, you know it, it was very hard to to trade Trey, but we just thought that that was um, a decision that that we wanted to do in the big picture plan of our offensive line. So um, we have we have all the confidence in the world in Greg, and it just gives him time to come in and, and get with a guy who's played in this league at a high level for a long time and, and uh, develop and grow. What factors contributed to the Teddy Bridgewater signing? Well, I think he's, he's a very talented quarterback. God, I mean, I, I've always liked him. I mean, he's got great feet in the pocket. I think he's got good vision, got a quick release. He's got good accuracy. I think that, you know, everybody you talk to uh, uh, talks about his leadership skills. Um, and he's got familiarity with, with uh, Joe Brady's system since Joe was down there um, in New Orleans with him. So, you know, he's certainly a guy who um, has overcome adversity himself and, and has – as really, if you look at it, he's won consistently. He's won everywhere he's been. So um, we thought he would be a good fit for us. Is Herney looking at 2020 as a rebuilding year for the Panthers? 
we certainly had a lot of changes, Brett, but you know, I, I just I think every year you make the decisions that that you feel like will help you uh, be competitive and be an, a, a better team. So obviously we came in with a lot of holes to fill. I think we filled some in free agency. I do think we've had a plan on how we were going to build this, and I think we're going to continue through the draft. So, um, you know, I, I think that, you know, as, as well as I do, every NFL season takes on its own personality. So I think you just look at it as basically a, a one good decision at a time mentality and trying to, to build your team and make it as competitive as it can be. Unanswered questions remain, of course, but right now, how does Herney envision the actual draft process playing out? Well, again, as I said, David, we're playing for all the scenarios. And, you know, the most difficult one is, is, is you know, everybody being in their home. And we will, uh, we've got, you know, we've got plans set up for video conferencing, having the scouts available, the coaches available, um, you know, communications as far as how to send the picks in. We're still waiting for, you know, all the details from the Lego and how the logistics are going to work. But I think we feel very good that we're, we're prepared for any scenario that comes up um, as far as the logistics of the draft are concerned. And lastly, in Herney's mind, the current roster is kind of a mixed bag. Well, obviously, Mike, I think you can see we put a lot of, of, of uh, currency into the offensive side, and I think we've, we've uh, you know, obviously added depth with receiver. We, we uh, I think, have added depth in competition on the offensive line. Um, you know, we've, we've changed quarterbacks. But when you look at the defensive side of the ball, I think that's where, you know, we probably haven't um, added as much as we have on offense. So, um, if you were to say, you know, what area you look at the most, it would be defense rather than offense at this point. Okay, that's it for your pre-draft Marty Herney conference call thumbnail. This is Mick Mixon reporting on social distancing media and the Carolina Panthers podcast network. (laughs) Wow, <laughs>